听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎来到轻松调频美文阅读 Morse Read， 我是沈听。让我们在这里一起听美文、学英语。每年的四月二日是丹麦儿童文学大师安徒生的生日。一九六七年四月二日，国际儿童读物联盟 （IBBY） 把大文豪安徒生诞生的日子确定为国际儿童图书日 （International Children's Book Day）， 以唤起人们对于读书的热爱和对儿童图书的关注。国际儿童读物联盟目前有八十一个国家分会，每年都会选定一个国家分会主办国际儿童图书日，由该国确定活动主题，并邀请该国的一名杰出作家和一名著名插图画家为全世界的儿童写一篇短文和设计一份海报。今年国际儿童图书日的活动主题由希腊来确定，希腊作家瓦盖利斯·伊奥普洛斯。受邀为今年的国际儿童图书日创作了一首诗歌 ，I am a book, read me。我是书，等你读。下面呢，就让我们一起来听一下这首诗歌的中英文版本。英文版本由我的同事星玉为您朗读，中文版本由轻松调频的主持人阿丽为您朗读。之后，我们也来欣赏一下由童声合唱演绎的这首诗歌。I am a book, read me, by Vagalis Iliopoulos. I am a book. You are a book. We are all books. My soul is the story I tell. Every book tells its own story. We can look quite different. Some big, some small. Some colorful, some black and white. Some with a few pages, some with many. We may say similar or completely different things, but that's our beauty. It would be boring to be all the same. Each of us is unique, and each of us has the right to be respected, to be read without prejudice, to be given space in your library. You may have opinions about me. You may choose to question or comment on what you read. You can put me back in the library, or hold me close and travel with me a long way. But never let someone throw me away, or send me to another shelf. Never ask for my destruction, nor allow anyone else to do. And if a book ever comes from another shelf, because someone or something drove it away, make room. It fits next to you. Try to feel as it feels. Understand it. Protect it. You may be in its place tomorrow, because you are a book too. We all are books. Come on. Say it loud so everyone can.
can hear you. I'm Shu. Wait for me. Wagalis E. Alpulos. I'm Shu. You're Shu. We all are Shu. My soul is the story I tell. Every book is telling its own story. 我们各不相同，小的、大的，彩色的、黑白的，篇幅小小，或者页数很多。故事类似或者完全不同，恰恰是它的美妙灵动。全都一样，那多无趣呢！每本书都与众不同，每本书都该一样被尊重，被平等的观看、阅读，在你的图书馆。有个住处。或许，你我想法不同，怀疑或评判篇章内容。让我回到图书馆，漫漫尘封，或带上我远行遨游。不要把我扔在风中，不要让我在书海中淹没，别让我消失在沙漏。无论你，还是他的手。如果刚好在某一刻。你拿起那本被放下的，就让它跟着你走。也许刚好趣味相投，去感受他的感受，读懂他并守候。也许明天，你能够理解他的所有，因为你也是本多彩的书。我们都有自己的故事。来吧，大声说，传进每个人的耳朵。I'm a book, you are book, we are.
听完了今年国际儿童图书日的主题诗歌，我们再来更多的了解一下和童书创作与出版相关的情况。不久前，我专门采访了张明周先生，他曾在 IBBY， 也就是国际儿童读物联盟连任两届主席。今年刚刚卸任的他，仍然在为促进童书创作与出版的国际合作而奔走努力。下面就是我和张明周先生的采访片段。Mr. Zhang, first, would you please tell us more about IBBY? What kind of organization is it, and what kind of function does it have? Or let's say, what kind of role do you think it play in the children's books publishing in the world? Thank you, Mr. Shen.、Uh, IBBY, or International Board on Books for Young People, it is an international organization based in Basel, Switzerland, created in the year 1953. It has a special Position in the world of children's literature and in children's publishing industry, because its membership covers children's book writers, illustrators, editors, translators, editors, librarians, publishers, booksellers, critics, professors, school teachers, parents, and students. Anyone who are interested in bringing high-quality children's books and children together, it is also the organization that. Provide support and training for children's publishing industry, especially in developing countries. It also encourages scholarly research to protect and uphold the rights of the child, according to the UN Convention on Child's Rights. There are a lot of events and activities by this organization. The most famous one is the Hans Christian Andersen Awards. The international Board on Books for Young People or IBBY has also other events like the International Children's Book Day on the second of April. As you can see, every year there is a host country. The country will select well-established author to write a message to young readers across the world. While at the same time, there will be a local illustrator who design a poster for. Young readers in the world, and every year on this day, people are organized to promote reading, like seminars or workshops, reading and writing competition, storytelling, etc., etc. Then, how about the current situation of China's children's books publishing or children's literature? How did it develop, and what's your view about its future? In terms of China children's publishing, the industry came into existence from 1919. May the fourth movement in Chinese contemporary history. This is the moment for enlightenment, during which some Western children's books, especially things、uh, fairy tales by Hans Christian Andersen, inspired the local authors to write their stories from the perspective. Of children, this is different from before. It developed well in the early 1920s.、Uh, however, it was broken by the Japanese invasion, and then、uh, after the liberation in 1949, the central government attached big importance to children's reading and children's education. That period of time, it was booming. The recent 40 years, especially the recent 20 years, China's children's publishing has developed. Into an era that never appeared in China's history. China's children's publishing is now the biggest sector 
in the whole publishing、uh, industry. It is more than 28 percent already now, the biggest segment. But if compared to the United States or to the UK, there is still a big space to develop. However, China now already is the world's biggest children's book market, and at the same time, China's original books—I mean, books created and first published in China—is also growing very fast, and it attracts world attention more and more. More Chinese writers, illustrators won international recognition. Like the Hans Christian Andersen Awards in the year 2016, Chinese author Cao Wenxuan was awarded the Hans Christian Andersen Awards, the first time ever in history that a Chinese author got this award. Many of his books were translated later into more languages. Why do you think he can make such a success in the foreign markets? I think this is mainly because of his own artworks. Met the criteria of this award because Hans Christian Andersen Awards is awarded for the whole works of an author and an illustrator. So it is analyzing or assessing the author's whole artworks. The author or illustrator must have a lot of works to be assessed, evaluated. Mr. Chow has、uh, over 100 different titles. The amount is big enough. And also, the criteria is about the book should be from the children's perspective and of high literary standard. Mr. Chow's writing was very poetic, very beautiful. The literary standard is pretty high. Children's literature is not shallow things. It should be profound as well. Should be interesting and also meaningful. Have different layers for readers to understand. In your mind. For a Chinese children's books writer or creator, do you think it is a necessity for him to include all the very essence of the Chinese tradition or Chinese culture in it? I don't think it's a necessity because every person, as an individual, he or she has his, his or her feeling, appreciation, understanding of life.、Uh, everyone's personal experience is different from the other, and different feeling. And everyone was born to have、uh, special talents. In one way or another, every nation have the need to tell good story, to be known, to be visible, to be understandable, to be accepted, to be appreciated, to be respected, to be understood. But a human being as a whole, we were born by nature to be quite similar in many many aspects. We don't have to stress the differences. We were born similarly, but also differently. But still. With different people with different cultural background, we have different kind of ways of thinking. Maybe we can have different kind of manner of telling story. So this is quite natural because you were born here, you received education here, unknowingly or knowingly, you were experienced already, you were expected already. So when you write, when you create, mostly unknowingly, you have already connect your own cultural background and put them into your works. And other cultures can feel the difference. This is a natural thing, especially when thinking about the whole globe. This is the time that、uh, people have more chances to find that we are quite the same. If I remember correctly, about twenty years ago, I heard a speech by a Cuban writer who was giving a speech.、Uh, the whole audience is about five hundred people from around the world. 
But all people were quite moved by this lady when she said, "Our colors are different, maybe. Our eyes are of different color. Our hair are of different color. Our skins are of different color. But our blood are all red." So this is a common sense. If we have more chances to have access to different cultures, different nations, the more we have contact with these people, we will find out、oh, we are family. We are quite the same. And children's books is a special medium for people to know about this. So I like my work very much to promote international understanding through children's books. I am a Chinese. I love my country, my tradition, my culture. But at the same time, I love other countries. I love other cultures. Other stories created by international writers, and I hope I can have more chances to work together with friends from all over the world to help to link each other through children's books, through reading, through creation, through interactive working together. The more we do this, the more we feel alike, and the more confident I feel for the future. A novel outlook on the power of the pen. This is Easy FM. More to read. 接下来，让我们继续来欣赏一篇优秀的儿童文学。这篇文章的题目是 Climbing Up Book by Book， 架起书梯，建立友谊，是2002年国际儿童图书日的献词作品。其作者是奥地利的著名作家。雷纳特·威尔斯。雷纳特·威尔斯于1937年出生于奥地利的维也纳。1969年，他开始进行儿童文学创作，已经完成60部作品，其中许多已经被翻译成多种语言。雷纳特·威尔斯曾于1994年、2000年和2002年三次获得国际安徒生奖。好，下面呢，就让我们一起来读一下由雷纳特·威尔斯所写的这篇文章的中英文版本。中文版本由轻松调频的主持人念希为您朗读。Climbing up, book by book, by Renate Welsh. 架起书梯，建立友谊。雷纳特·威尔斯。The girl sat in a beautiful garden, surrounded by a high wall. She was all alone. Do not ask me how she came to be in the garden or who brought food for her to eat. I do not know. The girl felt lonely. 有一位小姑娘坐在一个美丽的花园里，旁边都是高高的围墙，整个花园就她一个人。不要问我。他是怎么到花园里去的？也不要问我谁来拿东西给他吃，因为这些我也不知道。小姑娘觉得很是孤独。Somewhere there must be a door in the wall, she thought. Slowly she walked along the wall, feeling the stones, but she could find no crack, no crevice, no opening. She knocked on the wall, testing the sound. But it was the same all the way along. 他想，墙上的某个地方肯定会有扇门。他便挨着墙边慢慢的走，仔细摸摸墙上的每块石头。但是居然连一个裂缝或空的地方都没找到。他又试着敲了敲墙
，听听声音有没有什么不同，最终还是一无所获。The girl sat under the huge tree in the middle of the garden. High above flew a flock of birds. Suddenly, a book was lying beside her. On the first page stood a large A, and beside it an apple with red cheeks, an ant, and an alligator. On the next page there was a B with a ball and a bear and a bird. 小姑娘只得在花园中间一棵特别高的树下坐了下来。她抬头望去，一群鸟儿正在上面飞翔。忽然，她的身边出现了一本书。第一页上有一个大大的 A， 旁边有三张图片，一个红红的苹果，一只蚂蚁和一只短吻鳄。这三种的英文名称的首字母都是 A。第二页上是 B， 旁边也有三幅插图，球、熊、鸟的配图。这三种的英文名称均以 B 开头。When the girl had learned all the letters of the alphabet, a second book came floating down, then a third, a fourth, a fifth. The girl leafed through the books. Every book had a different rustle. She smelled the books. Every book had a different scent. In the beginning, the girl read letters only. Then the letters began to form words, and the words sentences, and finally stories. The girl read on and on. She rode elephants and camels. She paddled a canoe and sped across the ice in a sledge drawn by huskies. She sat on a golden chair in a royal castle and on a colorful blanket in a teepee. Most important, however, were the children in the books. Happy children, sad children, shy children, cheeky children, wild children, quiet children. 当女孩把所有字母全都学完，第二本书又缓缓从天而降，接着又有了第三本、第四本、第五本。每一本，小女孩都会仔细翻阅，而且翻的时候，每本书发出的声音也各不相同。小女孩很喜欢闻书的香气，因为每一本书的气味都不一样。一开始，她只能看懂字母。渐渐的，字母组成了单词，单词又组成了句子，最后就有了一篇篇故事，她都能看懂了。小女孩一直看啊看，在书的世界中，她骑上了大象和骆驼，划起了独木舟。乘着哈士奇拉的雪橇在冰上飞驰。他还来到了一所皇家宫殿，坐上金色的宝座，化身宫殿的主人。不仅如此，他还会跑到帐篷里体验一下彩色的地毯坐起来是什么滋味。不过，对他来说，最重要的是书中的孩子，有的快乐，有的悲伤，有的害羞。有的调皮，有的活跃，有的安静。The girl dreamed about these children. While reading, she was with them. 
but when she reached out to touch one of them, she was alone again and sad. Then the girl had an idea. She laid book upon book and built a staircase long enough to climb up and look over the wall. 小女孩时常会梦到这些孩子，读故事的时候，他们仿佛就在她身边。但当她一伸手想去摸摸他们，才发现其实那里就只有她自己，心里不免悲伤起来。突然，她想到了一个主意，她把书一本一本摞了起来，搭成一个长长的梯子，这样她就能顺着梯子爬上去。看看墙外是什么样子。Down below, she saw another garden and a child sitting in the garden. "Hello," called the girl. The other child looked up and raised his arms. The girl climbed down into her own garden, picked up an armful of books, and piled them up on the wall. The boy had put his head on his arms and was weeping. 在墙的另一面，他看到另一座花园，花园里也有一个孩子坐在那儿。你好啊，小女孩叫道。那个孩子抬起头看了看，伸出胳膊。小女孩顺着梯子回到了自己的花园，抱了满满一堆书，在墙边把它们逐一摞了起来。小男孩望着小女孩，也想。有书能搭成梯子让自己翻过去，但他知道不可能，只得把头枕在胳膊上，伤心的哭泣。Watch out! cried the girl and dropped one book after the other. Gently as leaves, they sailed onto the grass. Seven times the girl had to fetch more books. Then the boy built a staircase on his side of the wall. One step at a time, he climbed up, very cautiously. The children put their arms round each other and laughed. Then they sat on the top of the wall and dangled their legs. 小心！女孩大声地喊，然后把书一本一本地丢到对面的花园里。书像树叶一样轻飘飘地落在草地上。小女孩就这样又回头抱了七次书，最后，小男孩终于在她的墙边也用书搭成了一个楼梯。他非常小心的一步步往上爬，两人的胳膊终于抱在了一起，他们开心的笑了起来，幸福的相依坐在墙头上，自在的晃着小腿，成为一对。快乐的好朋友。感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目，您也可以通过云听 App 在线实时收听美文阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目，并随时聆听节目回放。想要查看美文阅读节目文稿。欢迎您访问网站 radio.cgtn.com， 找到美文阅读板块即可。今天的节目就到这儿，我是沈听，我们明天见。